Hi, welcome to our podcast, She Inspires, a podcast created to inspire community, connection, empowerment, and courage. Designed for women who are committed to standing tall, living bravely, dreaming big, and celebrating life fully. I'm Gina Marie. And I'm Haley. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Yeah. We're so excited. We are here with a special guest today. We are kicking off our new podcast series. She inspires the stories of women in quarantine, the stories of women during COVID-19. And we are here with a very special guest. So we're going to dive right in because y'all, we are not the stars of the show today. We have another star with us. Oh, and she's the brightest star. Honestly, I don't know if there's a brighter star personally. It is Lizette Cruz, and Lizette is one of my best friends. We went to college together. We moved to New York together. We lived together. Dolly's middle name is dedicated to Lizette. She is family, and we are so blessed to have her, everyone. She's a superstar in, like, the real form of the world word. Like, That's she true. is a star. Mm-hmm. A star. So I love Oh my gosh, I've never been so excited. So happy to be here. Let me first just start this off by just telling you how honored I am to be here because I have been your number one fan. Sorry, listeners, but I'm the number one fan and I've been listening for since the beginning. And you don't know how many times because you guys are so conversational, it feels like I am sitting talking to my besties when I'm listening along. And I always want to chime in. And guess what? I have to realize I'm listening to a podcast. Guess what? Today I get to talk back. Today you're chiming in. She's chiming everyone. Chiming. So many chiming. Well, um, we're so excited to start off our new podcast series as Haley shared about. It is women in quarantine. And um, we just, we really felt that it was so important to hear from women during this time. And um, Haley wrote down some questions. So Haley, would you ask Lizzie the first one? (laughs) Very official. We have three questions that we may or may not ask. And uh, (laughs) first one, (laughs) First one was just for Lizzie. Lizzie, we just want to know, tell the people, our beautiful listeners, anything you want to share about yourself, about where you're at, what you're up to. And then we would love to hear about your um, quarantine story, you know, where it began, where it's taken you and now where you are. Yeah. Yeah. I think if I would have, um, you know, looking back a year ago, it'd be pretty incredible to just kind of see <laughs> where mm-hmm. I am, where we all are, what our world looks like. It's really unbelievable. Um, so I hit my 10-year New York City anniversary <gasps> last October. Oh, wow! And then 2020 happened. <laughs> um, and it, uh, Gina Marie and I moved to New York City together. So it's just it's such a surreal experience mm-hmm. also. You know, we did that, had our first apartment had that experience. We had a roommate living on the futon. Shout out Katie Jane Martin. Um, And we just lived that experience. And so at my 10 year mark, I just remember kind of reflecting on all of that and how far it all came. And I just thinking back on just how much I love New York and the magic that it Mm -hmm. is and all the culture and arts that it offers. Um, And then 2020 came along and, you know, we were kind of put in that situation of you know, hearing things on the news, kind of trying to forecast what this year would look like back in March when many of us didn't know and just had theories. 
Um, and so I made the very difficult decision to kind of pack up my apartment and um, actually take that back. I just packed up my belongings that I could grab and from one day to the next got in a car and drove to Texas, which is so weird to even think about. Um, and what month was that, Lizzie? When was, did you decide to go? That was in March. Mm. That was in March. So I think it was March 17th is when we jumped in the car. I went with uh, one of my friends um, from high school and we, uh, we, drove, we drove to Texas. And it felt so surreal. It felt like, you know, a zombie apocalypse movie, just leaving in a car with New York City skyline in the rearview mirror. And mm -hmm. it was so sad. I remember just being like, I love this place. I'm leaving things behind. I am fleeing a place yes. that I love. And it was just such a bizarre experience. But for me, it felt like um, something that I needed to do. I had already been quarantining <laughs> before it was a, a thing. Uh, and even in just that short amount of time, I was, I knew that I needed to get, I needed to get into a place where I had a little bit more space and I wasn't alone because I lived in a tiny apartment by myself, which I love, which was my sanctuary, but in very different circumstances when you mm -hmm. can't to go see friends and to go see shows and all see all the things. And, uh, the, uh, the apartments are so on top of each other. If you're not from or not familiar with some of the New York apartments, like I could hear if I was sitting on the couch, I could hear my neighbor's phone vibrate. So you can imagine the anxiety that it causes when you just yes. hear something next door or you hear any of that. Um, so it, it was a really hard decision to do that, but it felt right for me. And that's kind of what everyone that I, everyone I've spoke to has kind of had to make those decisions based on their circumstances. And for me, that was the right move. Um, I ended up spending some time in Texas. Then I went back in June to officially move out of my apartment, put my stuff in storage, just kind of wait a bit, just kind of wait it out. Um, and so that's kind of where I am. I've been back since, since June. I'm in South Texas now, um, in the Brownsville area, for those of you that are familiar. So it's basically as far South as you can get in Texas. Uh, we've had a hurricane, <laughs> so have yeah. many other places. It's been a <laughs> lot of excitement. Uh, but it's been great. My, I grew up here. My family's here. I've had a time. I've had time to connect with my family more. Um, and so it's, it's really offered just, just different experiences that I never would have planned for this year. So um, I would say a big thing is just, I've, I've really, <laughs> during this time, just really um, learned how to just live day by day. I think mm -hmm. I planned a lot for this year and clearly none of that happened, which is probably a similar situation for all of us, especially you two <laughs> with mm -hmm. big, big milestones in your lives. And, um, and I've strangely become, you know, pretty comfortable in that, in knowing that I just need to handle today and tomorrow's another day, but I'll handle that when I get there. And so that's been really helpful in this, because if I start thinking about next year, you know, who knows what else will be thrown our way. So yeah, um, it's been an, an interesting lesson, I think, in this time. But um, just trying mm. to find find the positive where I where I can. Yeah, well, and when you were in New York, Lizzie, at least I've heard and for those of you listening who maybe haven't followed along with COVID-19 or the Corona story in different cities as much, New York got hit hard, really hard and really bad. And I also don't think you're alone. That was at least a lot of the stories I heard from people coming out of New York were that people were le fleeing, quite literally fleeing. And you might've been one of the early ones yet. I think a lot of people followed, followed in your footsteps to leave a, 
And um, I can imagine that that was a challenging choice to make, especially after that place was, you know, your home and your city. And for those of you to know, I have slept in Lizzie's little bed in her apartment right next to Gina Marie. Lizzie was the angel who um, laid on the couch and me and Gina Marie were just snuggled in her little like twin bed together. Mm -hmm. And it was just such a gift, but it, it, um, yeah, like you're saying, just so different times now that would, that would not be possible right now. And yet, though, it seems like, I don't know, have you kept up with New York, Lizzie? I have. It was so so interesting. Yeah, even just driving down when I was fleeing, essentially, I remember I was listening to the Cuomo updates every day. And then it got to a point where I was in Texas for a couple of weeks, and I was still listening to the Cuomo updates. Mm -hmm. And I turned to my friend Cindy, I'm like, when should we start listening to like Texas updates? Mm. You know, and it was such a weird feeling because I felt like part of me was still back there. And it was, I mean, I was really affected by just packing. Imagine packing and just not knowing when you're going to return. Like, yeah, it's, just it's so hard. Feeling. So um, I, I have, I've tried to tune in more to kind of what's happening locally because now in the Valley down here, you know, we've had our own issues. I know Houston's also had their own issues. So I'm trying to really plug into the areas where I am, but I'm still very connected to New York. I'm still working in New York, quote unquote, um, remotely. And so I still have to very much be a part of what's going on there, which, which I'm also grateful for because I still feel connected. Hmm. Well, and now you have like the, this whole new experience at home. I mean, like Lizzie said, she's with her family more now. And um, even, even with that, like you're really being super careful here where you are, not here because you're not in Houston, but being really careful there to make sure that you're not going out a lot and staying safe and staying inside and being careful in that way. And it's, it's got to be so interesting. I mean, well, that's one of the reasons why we want to talk to you was it's got to be so interesting to, to leave your home during this time and then really create a new one for yourself somewhere else. Um, and you've done such a good job with that. I mean, Lizzie's handled this so well. And you always handle everything so well because you're so positive and have such a good outlook on what's to come. Um, and I imagine that there were are there have been challenges with all of that? Do you have any challenges that have, that are popping up in your brain of like, Oh, whether it was leaving or where you are now? Well, and I have to say, Lizzie, you went from one place that got hit really hard to then another. So those of you who don't know Brown, the Brownsville area in Texas is now wasn't in March when you left, but then you went from one place where it was just really bad to another place where now that community and that whole South Texas, right on the border and all the communities down there are getting hit really hard. And so now you're in a different environment, yet still in an experience where there's a lot of challenges, I'm sure with you personally and around you, you know, in the community. Yeah, it's, it's been, I felt like when I was, when I was driving down that I was, as I was stopping at different rest areas and drive through restaurants I felt like I was like yelling winter is coming <laughs> like prepare yourself <laughs> and ever while everyone was still maskless and stuff yeah and, and I was just like in my mat in five masks and gloves and mm-hmm. everything driving like a lunatic but it's like I had seen it and so when I got down here I was so strict with my parents and we still are but now you're right like now now they're experiencing all these months later so I've kind of been in that same bubble since March, which, which has been a lot. Um, and what's also really interesting in New York, 
at the time, I mean, I knew people that were, that had tested positive, a lot of friends, but all my friends are pretty young and, and healthy. Uh, but down here in the Valley, I mean, I know a lot of people who have died now and mm-hmm. it's hitting just really hard. Um, it's because of the, the demographic and the low income areas and access to healthcare. It's, it's been really, really hard witnessing that. Like I can, I know people who have passed at this point. I didn't have that connection in New York. So it's, it's mm-hmm. been really hard to, to see that firsthand. Um, and especially cause it's like, I felt like, um, you know, we were warning everyone, you know, take cover basically. And, and, and to see it play out has just been, it's been really devastating. So, I mean, that's been the hardest part. I think the, the loss that I've witnessed um, has been awful. Uh, and the loss I haven't witnessed has been awful. And, and the mm. loss of everything, of, of lives, of jobs, of experiences, weddings, um, you know, different things that we've all planned. So it's, it's been interesting kind of having to grieve all of that and everyone having to deal with that loss in, in a different way. Um, and then it also varying in so many degrees, just considering what the situation is. So um, that's probably been the hardest part is just having to keep going, keep, keep the routine. You know, my parents are both high risk, which is why we've kept such strict quarantine. Um, but kind of just finding the little things to, to, to make it better and to, and to mm-hmm. find, I'm not going to just sugarcoat everything and, and come in here and be like, everything's great. I have so many positives that have come out of this. I mean, have I changed my mindset on certain things? Absolutely. But I've um, also acknowledged all of the loss that got us here. And I would never trade that, you know, I've never trade that loss. Um, so it's, it's just been interesting. Like there's just certain things that have come out that I never would have experienced. Like now I like to bike ride. Didn't know that, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, now I drink a gallon of water in a fancy motivational jug. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Very nice. Like things that, nice. you know, just establishing routines that we probably never would have been able to do because there's so many outside factors that derail our routines. So now we, we kind of have a little bit less distraction in that, even though Zoom has kind of taken over the world. Um, mm-hmm. so it's just the little things and you know, now we make, um, we have make our own little traditions. Like I make my parents do like it's Sunday. That means it's barbecue day. Like we just make our own thing or we go to like the senior citizen hour at 6am at Walmart on Tuesday so that we go and there's less people and just like little things like that. I mean, it's, it's, it's just kind of how we're doing things now. So it's, um, I'm, I'm probably maybe taking it one of the stricter ones of, of people that are, are listening, but it's something that I felt that's really important. And I, for me, because, you know, I love my friends and my family and everyone so much for me personally, I would never be able to handle, you know, passing COVID on to someone else. And I, mm-hmm. I think about that all the time. And so that's why it's a very personal decision. I think the way that we're quarantining and it's very specific to each individual and they're entitled to making those decisions to how they're living through this time. But yeah. this has felt right for me. Yeah. Mm. Well, and you went, like I said, from one extreme to another. And I feel like um, it is. I was thinking about that today. Like there are a lot of choices that each of us is going to have to make. And there is no blueprint. There is no read this book to know how to navigate a pandemic because this is how these smart people did it. Or this is how these people made it through. It's like, there's just no roadmap for anybody. And what you're saying, I think is so important, Lizzie, is that each person needs to make 
informed choices, in my opinion, right? <laughs> informed choices that are correct for them, for their loved ones, for their families. Um, we, we even recently here in Houston have now heard of a couple other people whose family members have passed, you know, and uh, parents and uncles and loved ones and, and different people. And so it is, um, winter is here y'all right in August in Texas, but like winter mm -hmm. is coming and it arrived. And, and so I think, you know, it's each person has to make their individual choices and then you make the best of what you've got, you know, which is what you're mm -hmm. speaking about, Lizzie. And I'm, you know, I think Gina Marie and I would love to know too, is like, what has been, I guess, the biggest less, you talked about this a little bit when you first started, but the biggest lesson for you or area of growth, like how have you grown or what have you learned through all of this? And I know, like, you know, we have a 20 or 30 minute podcast, you know, however long as we can't, we're just touching the surface of this yet. It's so, I think, wonderful to get into your world and that a lot of people can relate to what you've been through yet, you know, even just the little that we've gotten into today is what is it that you've learned? How are you growing? What do you see for yourself from right here? Yeah, I, I've definitely taken some time to just really reflect because we have way more time now. Mm -hmm. um, I go on runs in the morning and afterwards I make sure to just kind of take a few minutes afterwards just to cool off and just sit on the bench and just look at nature. And I probably wouldn't have done that. I probably wouldn't have taken that extra moment to just appreciate the little bunny rabbit that's jumping <laughs> across mm -hmm. the trail and the pretty cardinal that I just saw, like the little things that I probably would not have stopped to really acknowledge. And I, I wouldn't have this space in, in New York. I wouldn't have mm -hmm. this time with my family. Um, and so it's really just uh, given me the opportunity to kind of just take a step back and just appreciate the things that I have in Texas, the things that I have in New York. Um, mm -hmm. I, Broadway is dark right now. And that is the saddest thing I could possibly imagine. I, it's why I went to New York because I love Broadway so much. And, and it's just, it's just such a reality check. Like they, they, things can be taken from you very quickly. And mm -hmm. so I think uh, really taking the time to just be more grateful and to take things, you know, one step at a time, day by day, we can plan till our heart's content, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen because it's in our planner. You know, mm -hmm. we, we just really have to take it one day at a time. And so that's kind of given me comfort in all of this, just, just taking it just one step, one step at a time. So I would say that's the biggest lesson um, mm -hmm. and that things can just change in an instant. Mm. Oh, that's such a big lesson. Yep. And it's one, I think really that's like, um, I think with this forced time to have to really take that on, um, you know, up to this point in my life, I thought I was doing that. You know, and I guess I, I never really was till now. Um, and um, so I can, I can totally relate to that too. And really trying to find things during the day to focus on and be inspired by and find positivity in and hope. Um, and, uh, you know, some days are, of course are easier than others. Um, however, I think that that is, that's, that's a lesson that I've learned during this time as well, is that um, you just never know where things are going to go and how they're going to go. And um, all we can really do is be, be grateful for what we have right now, you know, and, um, and work from there. So I, I'm working on that too. 
Yeah, I feel like I've really chilled out. I mean, Lizzie knows because she listens to the podcast, but you know, two postponed weddings down, rolling into the third. And I'm like, I don't care what color the napkins are. You know, yes. like that is like, <laughs> like the last of my worries is, is anything. And, um, and you know, the, the yogi in me very much. So how we'd say in the yoga world is like practicing non-attachment, you know, not being attached to the results can still see things and want things and go after them, but yet not. I feel like there was so much tension for me before as a fellow planner, Lizzie, my whole year was planned out. All my vacation days, all my trips, all my teaching schedule, like to the minute and, Mm -hmm. and all the time, you know, I was like, we had teacher training programs a year and a half out. And so I was like, I could tell you to the nose what weekends I'd be free and what weekends I wouldn't. And if you Mm -hmm. didn't plan with me six months in advance, sorry, like you ain't getting in. And now uh, there's this is like so much spaciousness and openness. And I'm, you know, this is one thing that I would like to carry forward from this time is like more freedom to create in the moment, less, less constraint, less control, just more being with it. Because what I heard from what you said too, is that it's really, you know, there's a lot more beauty in the simple things, you know, and the little things in life. And those are the best. Um, You know what I did? This morning, it's so funny that we're talking about this. I did this this morning. I can't believe I hadn't thought of to do this at a time. I still had on my calendar when I was teaching my indoor yoga classes. Well, we have been, we've been shut down now. I mean, when did we close? When did the studio close down? I mean, was it March? Was it March? Okay. It is, it's August. Like what? Every week it would remind me, like, make sure you're at the studio at this time. And I finally this morning was like, why do I still have this? I need to delete this, get rid of it. But I, I, I know I, I'm, I'm the same way. I had so many things that were just part of my routine. And it's interesting, like, uh, you know, of course, pregnancy has affected some of that and a lot of that also as well. But I mean, my days looked so different a few months ago. So different. Now I am home much more. I'm taking much more rest and care. And I think, I mean, I, I know, I know, I know I wouldn't have had this much, um, flexibility in my schedule because I would have just packed stuff on it. And I really need this time to rest and prepare and take care of myself. So it's been such a learning. I mean, I used to I used to spin minimum, minimum five days a week. Mm-hmm. I haven't been into on a bicycle since since like January. Lizzie started biking and you came off the bicycle. <laughs> you passed the torch. <laughs> oh my god! Or the send you my shoes. Let me send you my shoes. I saw them in the back of my car the other day, and I was like, oh my gosh, am I ever going to be on a bike again? <laughs> you will. And I will. I will. So, oh my gosh, Lizzie, that's so good. So important to pause and have these conversations. I'm just having such great um, reminders right now. Mm-hmm. There is something else that's interesting, and it reminded me what, um, when Haley was talking um, about constraints. You know, we are given a lot of limitations right now, but oddly enough, that's really helped me creatively in this experience. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've had a lot of creative moments in this time. And it's because I've been given, you know, these limitations. So I need to make things work out of these limitations. Mm -hmm. And because of that, like a month ago, I did a bath 
Tub Cabaret to raise money for my community theater in Brownsville. Like I never would have done that. You know, it's just mm -hmm. so interesting. It, it reminds me of like those activities they give you, those team building activities, like make a tower out of a marshmallow and spaghetti pasta, <laughs> you know, and like figure it out. And it just feels like we're in that time too. Yeah. Which has kind of been exciting in, in a sense to be given that. So it's just been an interesting, an interesting layer to all of this as well. It's just the the creativity we probably never would have imagined because we've been forced into it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And taking time to really look at what we want and what we, and what we want to create and put out there. I think that's. And what's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's actually important, what's truly important. And, um, you know, when we have no space in our schedules and our days and our lives, and there's no space to wonder, and to create mm -hmm. and to, you know, be in curiosity about it. And that's yeah. what I think a lot of us are doing right now, or some of us are, you know, really taking mm -hmm. that time to do. So good job, Lizzie. Well, you're such a creative being and such a gift to this world. So that is, I'm so grateful that you get that space to create, that you're with your parents and you're with your family and that you're taking care of them. Um, what is, I guess, the, like, one of the last words that you want to leave the people with, Lizzie? Oh. Oh, oh, oh. We'll give you the last word. Oh my. <laughs> no pressure. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh. No, I'm, I'm terrible on the spot. Jeez. Oh, oh no, you're we not. You're starting. You're great. She's a star. You're Maybe a star. sing us something. Okay. All right. I got it. I got it. Are you ready? Ready. Surrender. Ooh, that was gorgeous. <laughs> Did you yeah. like my voice? Yes, what yes. a voiceover. That was my she voiceover audition for, she, for the opening of She Inspires. <gasps> yes, we need that on repeat to really remind us and ground us. <laughs> oh, we do. Shavasana song. Yes. Make us a Shavasana song. Surrender. Surrender. Yes. <laughs> yes, and the low range is really helpful yes. with getting into that. Oh, my God. Obsessed. Where can people reach out to you if they were interested like what is there any offerings you would like to share with g inspires with our community of women anything at all and if not that's totally fine too yeah oh well you can always find me on instagram at lizette cruise control mm -hmm. um i'm also working on my website which will have a lot of fun creative offerings soon so that should be coming also working on that during this time so uh be on the lookout for that. And that's um, LizetteCruz.com. Oh my gosh. Can't wait. Well, we'll be um, sharing your Instagram. I hope that's okay. <laughs> yes, we will. Please do. Lots of quality content. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lizzie, thank you so much. We're so grateful for you and we love you and what a blessing you are. Mm -hmm. Love you. And thank you so much. I'm so honored to finally be a part of this and listen and participate in your conversation. So thank you for creating this community. You both are just incredible, incredible women that I'm honored to know. Mm, well, we love well, you. You so inspire. You do. You. you inspire us. And you have been through quite a journey. Yes. You have been through a lot and you still have a smile on your face and are willing to share it with people for connection, for contribution. And we are just so grateful. Thank you for coming on here. Thank you for being Gina Marie's best friend and my friend through Gina Marie. I just feel so blessed and lucky to know you and love you. And, um, Stay safe down there. Stay safe out there. Brownsville, Texas, New York. We love yes. you all. And listeners, we'll see you next time. Thank you, Lizzie. Mwah. Bye. Bye.